Hi, Peter Irvine again with the fifth video of Connecting Faith to Business and Life from the book of Deuteronomy. And I've titled this one, Family is Important, and it's all written all over this book. You know, there's no business person that I know says on his deathbed, I wish I'd spent more time at work or in business. Um, it's usually, I wish I'd spent more time with my family. And there are many stories that I don't have time to go into of people who uh, did this. And, you know, you don't want to be one of those fathers or even uh, mothers or, or couples that have to spend all their life at a train station or bus station trying to find their son and daughter who run away from home. We've got to get our priorities right. And it's not about quantity. This is the issue business people have. I'm not spending enough time. It's quality time, not quantity uh, time. And I found that even working in long hours in advertising that I was able to get home and sit with our kids and read stories when they were younger and then on weekends we'd spend time together. And in chapter six of Deuteronomy verses uh, four to nine, it talks about the first priorities. And it talks about pass on the good things that you've learned. Don't come up and be negative about the boss or the pastor at church or the person you work with or your clients. You know, share the good things, but you, you've got to be learning some good things in life. Share those with your, with your partner and with your kids. And relationships in verse 5 comes out very strongly. And the priority is, and this is it, relationship with God is first priority, and then second is children. Now, we've been sold the big lie that family and business don't mix, or, or business, family, and church don't mix. But let me tell you, they're all equal, because if you give priority to one, you take away from the other. And it's not God, family, and then business. It's actually all equal. Um, because when you create a priority, you create conflict. God wants to be part of everything. You don't give him two hours on Sunday and do what you like during the week. And it's very strong in this chapter where it comes up out. So know the truth and, went, and don't say you know, to your staff or kids, do as I say, not as I do. You be the example. You be the truth. Let them see the truth in you. And that will be the example that has an impact on them, not just as they're growing up, but when they get older as well. The journey, you know, is a journey of learning. So at meal times, I know one family in the morning at breakfast, they're able to meet for breakfast together and they ask what everyone had, what was their dream they had last night? And then they talk about it and share about it and what it possibly, you know, could mean. Uh, that's a family that's sharing and they, they read a quiet time, the word for today, go to wordfortoday.com.au and you get the the word for today or get the printed version and share that and talk about it. When you're out walking, if you do walking, you know, with your dog or just on your own, you know, create a time of prayer or talking with God. Uh, I've encouraged uh, couples to do go out on a prayer walk. You go and talk. Well, pray about your family. Pray about things. J. John, a reverend in the UK, got that idea from him, going out for prayer walks. When you're driving, don't close your eyes, but, you know, you can... You know, meditate on a verse or be praying, your bedtime, when you're in the shower, like anywhere, um, you could be anywhere and spend that time with God and share what he's saying to you with your family. You know, one thing many years ago, my wife were on holiday, said, you know, we should think of one thing this year we should do to improve our relationship. And we thought about one thing and we set about doing that. And we've done that every year now. And that's been really helpful to us. So you should do the same. What is one thing you could do to improve your relationship?